Greetings and salutations. It's the Fact Daddy. Welcome to the Fact Daddy Experience. Uh, this particular episode, I'm just going to be rambling about Attack on Titan. So, if I start an episode specifically saying rambling, it means I'm just basically going to say whatever comes to mind regarding the subject matter I've chosen. And today, what I have chosen to discuss is Hajime Isayama's Attack on Titan. Uh, firstly, I have to say I think Attack on Titan is a masterpiece. I'm looking forward to the final season. And I plowed through all the episodes within a week or so. Suffice it to say, it was very intense viewing. Um, so, the basic story is that, you know, the world is supposedly an apocalyptic state where people live in this walled off kingdom it's it's three separate countries you could say i don't really think they're countries it's like one country three states i don't know there's wall maria wall rose and i forgot the name of the other wall Suffice it to say that they're walled off from the world because there's these huge titans running around and they will destroy things and eat people. So, on the surface, I think it could have been really goofy and not work well at all. Even the designs look a little outrageous and yet, when you get into the story and you see the point-counterpoint that this particular creator uses to juxtapose varying viewpoints and creates this whole tale here it's phenomenal um you have your main character aaron yeager who is a young man that sees the fall of his wall and uh, the harbinger for that particular fall was a colossal titan so this thing is over 50 meters tall it allowed titans to break into his city, destroy everything, and his mother was devoured by a titan. And he got to see it. Um, it very intense, just the the level of fear and paranoia, and it's, it gets heightened. I, I don't know how this particular person managed to pull off a story that initially I thought would be silly or even stupid. But it turns out it's a masterpiece. It's masterful storytelling. Uh, we see Aaron's journey into becoming a scout within the wall. Um, because he wants to avenge his mother's death. And he also wants the world to be free and rid of titans. Of course, again, from his point of view, these notions are correct. As the story evolves, I think he may have to alter his course of perception. Um, because initially you see him get trained and there's a five year gap between Titan attacks. They hadn't been attacked in over a hundred years. Um, and then you have that colossal Titan who came and opened a hole in a wall with a kick. So Aaron becomes a scout and five years later, there's another Titan attack and 
everything just starts to change at a very rapid clip. Uh, the Titans break in again. They kill a lot of people. Aaron appears to die saving a friend. And yes, this is a lot of spoilers. But um, they're like 59 episodes or something like that into the series. So uh, I'm going to spoil with a plum. Uh, I don't think me telling you anything that happens is going to affect the overall experience. It'll affect some of it, obviously. Um, that's arrogant of me. I've had a long year. I'm sure you all agree you've had one, too. Anyway, what I I like about the show is they reveal the internal politics. So you got, for example, when one of the Titans was coming and people were being evacuated, there was a guy literally just pushing his product and not wanting people to go through. And uh, Mikasa, who is Aaron's best friend or one of his best friends there's Mikasa and Armin but Mikasa goes to the guy and she's like you know basically she threatens to kill him if he doesn't move his shit out of the way and let the people out and you you see how you know the politics of money and you know I'm a businessman I make the city move and this girl who's just an immovable object and protector of Aaron and people in general is like you gotta go um, you see how the people are nervous. You see how they're controlled. Like, once the story starts to pick up ground and escalate, it gets really crazy. Um, one of the craziest things for me as a viewer was finding out the interconnectedness between the Titans and the people in this three-walled kingdom and coming to find that these people weren't exactly from just an apocalyptic wasteland they were from another part of the world and were f were to varying degrees forced to inhabit their current location by their king due to them being a target group by another group of human beings uh, a group who let's just say is not as intertwined with the titans as this particular group of people are um but you know finding all of that out and finding out that these other people released titans onto this isolated three-walled island to do whatever they are going to do and the revelation that aaron's father is involved and it's just intense um, you can feel his self-righteousness as a hero and you feel it dwindling with each episode. Uh, even the, the villains in the story, like the individual who became the Colossal Titan as well as his, his cohorts who became like the female Titan and the armor Titan. When you start to get to know people's stories, their backstories, the line between who is heroic and who is villainous, it dwindles rapidly. It doesn't justify the violence. It doesn't justify the horror. But it does give you a different perspective other than merely the heroes. 
from the hero's perspective, obviously the Titans must die. They're bad. They're evil. They eat people. They're destructive. They're dangerous. And we are caged in like sheep because of them. But on the other end, the other perspective is, well, we're on this island. They're releasing Titans and using them against us. And I have a part of me that is Titan. And I want to free people. So, it's a lot of politics. It's a lot of personal politics. It's incredible. Uh, And like Shakespeare in his day, you can't get too attached to a lot of characters. There's a lot of death and attack on Titan. I sat on pins and needles multiple times. Um, it's it's really incredible. And uh, the thing I can talk about with a little more detail and intelligence, because for whatever reason, my brain is in a lackluster state at the moment. I would like to talk about Erwin. Now, Erwin is the leader of the scouts. But as you're watching the show, Erwin is possessed by his dream of seeing the world outside of the walls and knowing the truth of it and this dream drives him to make decisions that some would say are incorrigible or detrimental but others would say a truly good leader could make in a difficult situation and he makes decisions that are mind-blowing I mean they involve obviously massive combat with titans and a lot of dying and when i say a lot i mean a lot like he literally put his life on the line and had his arm eaten by a titan that's the spoilers i'll give for him but he never ever ever backed off And that level of dedication and fanaticism on the one hand could be extremely dangerous. But on the other hand, it made him an incredible leader under insane circumstances. Especially due to the lack of information. Uh, As the show progresses and you get more information, it just continues to boggle the mind. Uh, I really look forward to the next season of this show. And... I'd want to talk more about it, but I'll probably go more into it once the last season starts again. Then I'll start giving a, not a breakdown of it. I don't really think it needs one, but I'll be more spoiler happy. But the thing that the show really demonstrates is a lot of complex ideas. For example, like when you are a leader. If you're a leader and you're in charge of lives and you are in the midst of warfare, you're making decisions that basically dictate whether some people live or die. And you have to live with those decisions and then make them again. And I doubt the vast majority of us will ever have to experience that. Uh, We can experience on a microcosmic level if we're parents and the way that we live and what we choose to share with our children and do not they they impact their development and how they grow and how they live but on that scale where you're dictating the actions of others and what you're dictating could result in their demise 
and you're against a seemingly insurmountable foe and people do die and you have to make those decisions again just watching this character Erwin in action is it's amazing I really wish that live action productions weren't extraordinarily pricey because to see a really well done well executed uh, not moving away from the source material adaptation <coughs> excuse me of a attack on titan would be awesome because it's got all the elements of the first four seasons of game of thrones like all the intrigue all the wow what's gonna happen next elements to it and uh, it doesn't seem to be letting up at all it's truly powerful viewing and I know some people would say it's an anime it's a cartoon but just the relationships and the dynamics are amazing and the boldness of some of the characters and the constant twists and the constant turns and you know how things are defined and what you learn it's all incredible the the illustrations of the cities the cities are beautiful the environments are interesting and the character development throughout this this story for each character um, is truly phenomenal um, I can't say enough about Armin's development <coughs> as a character he's one of Aaron's friends and He's very, very intelligent, but he's not a true warrior in the truest sense, but he has a warrior spirit. Uh, they cut the scenes where he was a child and, you know, he didn't run when the bullies came to beat him up. He just took the beating and he would tell them, you're the loser. I'm no loser here. I didn't run. And it's it's something about that mentality when you see it demonstrated in action within the story that makes the character endearing the, the the writing and the illustrations go very well together and i really feel like this particular manga creator he went somewhere where you don't normally see people go it's it's a different type of story uh it's almost feels like it's a greek mythological story and that larger than life insightful into human affairs type of story but it's truly amazing so if you ever get the time i mean i know some of the episodes are on netflix i personally recommend just checking out attack on titan and see what i'm discussing regarding the politics and the social interactions and the different facets of our perceptions when we don't have a complete picture of a thing it's amazing what a lack of information will make you do uh, and how it will make you act both as a person and in a broader context as a society. When you're unaware of the broader picture, you feel justified in making assumptions that are not only erroneous but are dangerous. So 
seeing this level of intrigue and this story really blew my mind and I feel like if you want to spend some time watching something that's definitely interesting especially regarding character development and interaction on attack on titan would be that thing um, i'm probably going to go into more detail with attack on titan just like i'm going to go into more detail about season three of westworld um again I, i've gleamed a lot of online dissatisfaction with the season I've read articles where they refer to it as a failure or something to that effect. And uh, I personally don't agree. I almost feel like it's the timing is very odd in how you see a like disruption and decline of society, especially during our current pandemic situation and some of the the cultural and political strife that the country's going through it's interesting that that season was framed and turned out the way that it did um, I'm starting to see a pattern in a lot of what's been made fairly recently that you know shows this kind of on edge disparity in perceptions and how it forms these clashes within our sphere of awareness and in our realities and it's I felt that the timing of season 3 of Westworld and the contents therein were perfect I mean even metaphorically seeing Dolores as the mother of the hosts and even within the framework of her own duplicate selves the antagonism and the conflict particularly with her charlotte duplicate uh, i thought that was executed very well and it was phenomenal and just her fighting Maeve, just I, I had sensed that and waited for that uh for a while and i was not disappointed i i felt like it was one of the best TV shows I've ever seen in my life um, regarding the technology and the storytelling and then the execution I feel like I was happy uh, I had waited a while as did anyone else who watches the show and I thought it was whew, like I'd like to be part of something like that like a production like that or some kind of large endeavor that is executed so well. So a lot of people thought it was trash. I'm not one of them at all. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm going to do a recap of it. I'm going to watch through it again. And discuss uh, things that I find prudent or just awesome about it. But it's a thought-provoking, fascinating metaphor and study of human psychology and behavior. Uh, and I loved it anyway I'll be catching up with you good people on this planet at another point in time at this particular moment I'm out so stay healthy survive the best you can mentally and emotionally in any other way that's prudent to you and relevant to you and I look forward to you listening to me again peace